You are listening to the Fire and Lunch podcast. As a reminder to those listeners wishing to remain unspoiled for the books, run. This is an all-spoiler podcast. All published books and novellas are fair game. Thanks. And who are you? The proud face said that I must eat this pie. This podcast is brought to you by the death of Tumblr. One female presenting nipple and explicit grayscale picture at a time. Hello, we are Fire and Lunch. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode 72, Nipples, Bastards, and Broken Things. I'm Jess. I'm Lauren. I'm Rachel. And I'm Jenny. So everyone, how is everyone doing on this wonderful evening? I, I'm just impressed. We, we, we scheduled a... Uh... A podcast recording and the hbo god smiled down on us it's and like they gave knew. us a teaser trailer yeah they knew we were going to record and they said well let's give them something to actually talk about <laughs> <laughs> we don't need real things what are you talking about so what are uh what the ladies are alluding to is uh currently in brazil they're having their comic convention and they have this whole game of thrones experience there it's very cool you should check twitter for it and at the end of it, they released uh, I would would be our second teaser for the final season. Is this yeah the, yeah and it's, yeah but this one actually you know first is one it with footage like, semi real content. Now did yet. they title it Fire and Ice or is that yes, all of you messing they, with me? They titled it incorrectly. Yeah. Oh, in typical Game of Thrones fashion, they take things from the book and they just don't give us them and they titled this <laughs> teaser fire and ice and what did everyone uh think of the teaser i liked it it looked cool all i could think about was stannis having sex on that table it's ruined <laughs> well someone got fire <laughs> now yeah, Talisa I mean, is definitely ice yeah. so there you go it's pretty now, Rachel, you had Are we sex? saying that it's a visual representation of them having sex? Oh, God. Fire and ice. I mean, who oh, else God. has had sex on the table? Is it is it foreshadowing? Is it backshadowing? Is it backside-shadowing? John is and it... Danny are going to abandon boat sex, and they're going to have sex on the table now. Shadow-babying. <laughs> so, Rachel, you had uh, mentioned a like, tweet about, like, the... Was it related to this teaser, how it's supposed to be the trident? Is that... That was oh about. no! I think I think. Let me go to the actual tweet. Unprepared, unprepared. <laughs> Many of our Twitter friends. Before I realized there was a, t- a, a teaser, I just saw a lot of people that I'm familiar with from Got Twitter, uh, just like randomly talking about fire and ice metaphors. I'm like, okay, it's just another day on Twitter. But then <laughs> I realized that there was this teaser, so I watched it. I'm like, oh! So I got back on Twitter and actually read things, and. Who is this? So, uh, Lindsay Romaine said, this could be pure symbolism, of course, but is the final battle going to be at the motherfucking trident? Because I would lose my mind. And then Liza Arbor, who we've met at several events, uh, said, just did like a quote uh, about the rubies flowing, like drops from the dying prince, blah, 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 blah. And I thought, oh, that's actually a really good take and not stupid. Uh, but then I realized that I'm stupid because I don't think we've ever actually seen the trident in the show so it would make no sense <laughs> no i don't think we have well we could see it for the final season they've mentioned the trident yeah but it wouldn't be symbolic it would just be like here's a new place <laughs> yeah maybe they can bring back rhaegar from that one episode last last season 
yeah, with a better way. They'll give us a flashback to uh, Rhaegar and Robert on the Trident, and then they'll be like, look, we're at the Trident. And they'll be like, what's the Trident? Because we don't read the books. I think it's going to be at the Twins. Ugh. Like I said, pie for everyone. Pie. <laughs> Roasted Yum. pies and, and ice cream. Yum. Or Yum. or they'll just they'll just be like, you know, we spent all this time building King's Landing. Let's just keep that set going. And they'll just Possibly. have a battle at King's Landing. Or in a field. A field of fire. Or that place they always film for Game of Thrones, that like green those green plains in northern the Ireland. Green fields. Yeah, I don't know. They they always have scenes in it. Like I feel like I've seen like twenty scenes there that are supposed to be different places in Westeros. I'm like, no, you used this last season. It's supposed <laughs> to be on the other side of the map. <laughs> Why does everything no, look it's the same? Essos. <laughs> it's Southeros. <laughs> God. Oh, I mean, it's cool. I mean, they're they're not going to give us anything until closer to April. April, but I I guess April's not that far away. It is a little <laughs> inexplicable that they are dropping all this stuff on us before the New Year. Yeah, it feels Maybe like they're doing we'll a get lot. stuff in the New Year's. How about like a New Year's Eve midnight trailer release? How about New Year's Eve, midnight, my phone gets loaded with the winds of winter? <laughs> that would be better. I wish. <laughs> Come on, George. Okay, both of those are lovely dreams, oh, but I don't think they're Would happening. you call it a dream of spring? No. Yeah, I call it couldn't. a dream of book. <laughs> <laughs> of a spring. We're not book. there yet. <laughs> Books are made of paper. Paper grow on trees. The winter's very long. The trees die. No book. <laughs> <laughs> Best explanation yet. <laughs> so any final okay. thoughts on the actual teaser or can we move on, ladies? I think we can move on. Let's move on. Let's move on to more cool things. And that was definitely me being sarcastic there. I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, really? And so the MTA and I guess HBO teamed up for this really epic launch of their campaign for the final season of game of thrones at grand central station guys it was awesome awesomely so cool (laughs) so i happened to have a doctor's appointment on that day and i that that meant after my doctor's appointment on my way back from work i took the long way and went through grand central so i could you know check it out there were posters (laughs) But there were no Metro cards. I just want to put that no, out there. No Metro cards. Not till like, what, a week later? It was a week yep. later. We got And the they're really cards. not that cool. You got one? No. Every, as a matter of fact, they're all naked, except for the Night's King. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> naked? Arya's not naked. Cer- it's, Cer- it's Cersei in her, sh- in, in, in her shame position. It's dead Jon Snow waking up. It's Danny after her dragons were born. And the Night's King is like with his arms all extended like, what's up? So are you telling me I can't post this on my Tumblr? Is yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Well, at least not <laughs> Danny and Cersei. Oh, there you go. Jon the- Snow presenting nipples are probably fine. Oh, Zombie nipples? I don't know, guys. <laughs> Do they bite? Like, what is they, they must be dry. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, anyway. Uh, we're not even going there. I also went to Grand Central <laughs> after work because my coworker uh, goes through Grand Central. So I was like, sure, I'll go with you. And then, of course, 
MTA was like, hey, all your trains are going to be fucked up afterwards. So I was really happy with that decision. <laughs> Especially yep. because the posters were so cool. I actually, I asked my coworker if he'd seen it and he was like, no, I didn't. I was like, oh, maybe it wasn't in the parts that you were in. And then we get there and he's like, no, I was here. I just didn't notice any of this because it's like barely Bad. noticeable. And yeah, no, it's really. I wouldn't say it's barely noticeable. I would just say that a person <clears throat> who spends their days commuting through Grand Central is not accustomed to paying to... attention yeah. to ads. That's exactly. True. Um, I don't know. I thought that to be when you say you're taking over Grand Central Station, I don't think you think of oh, we just put up some posters in the subway parts of it, and that's it. And, like, I, I liked your picture of the Mars train, because the least <laughs> they could have done was take over the stupid shuttle from Grand Central to I Times That's Square. the only... I went over there, like, oh, they're definitely going to have done that, and that'll be really cool, because we'll be, like... Uh, it'll be, like, those maps where people change the MTA map to the Westeros MTA. It'll yeah. be, like, that, but in, like, real life, and it'll be fun. And I get there, and it's just Mars, Mars. 2. <laughs> oh, God. Right. Like, so... So I had some some quick ideas about what they could have done that would have been infinitely cooler. I mean, probably more free advice more, from Jenny. Probably would have required a little bit more money, but you know, it would have been awesome. Or something they could have done, you know, closer to the season if they wanted to, you know, wait a bit, wait a bit. But so my my three ideas, which two of, like they could be sort of combined, but if you were into the subways. And you were going to, like, do the whole For the Throne campaign, which I have my issues with anyway, because I think it's kind of lame to just use all old footage. And I get the concept that, you know, they're trying to show what led up to the final season. So I thought that, like, they could have taken each subway line and, like, made it into a different season and showed all of, like, the key moments from each season, like, in a certain place so that you wanted to, like, go see all of them. Yeah, that you could wander around. So that was one idea. The other idea was that you could make it, like different parts of Westeros and show things that happen in those different parts of Westeros. You have, like, the North, you have, you know, the Westerlands, you have King's Landing area. So at least, like, that's something, you know, mm -hmm. that you want to, like, go travel Westeros. Um, and then my idea for, like, the main concourse was to to embrace the, you know, the Battle for the Dawn and, you know, winter and everything like that and just kind of, like, cover it in winter scenes with, like, whites and white walkers and then, like, if you could project a dragon on the ceiling. Remember and, like, those? Snow remember falling? Yeah. Let's not talk about that projected dragon, but at least this would be a confined... The little, the little flashlights that we that we got. At that least that was cool. The dragon that works. flew around... The dragon that flew around uh, the Herald Square area was super lame. But if they could have projected a dragon on the ceiling at, at Grand Central with, like, snow falling, it would have been cool. I mean, I do appreciate that over the years they have kind of gotten us to walk around Midtown Manhattan. <laughs> uh, I do as really as if, like... Most of, as if most of us don't do that normally. Yeah, <laughs> because you, well, you just wouldn't do that. But <laughs> the, I do like the Battle for the Dawn idea because... You know, especially because we've moved back to April for our start date, it could be like mm -hmm. we're going to get through winter. You know, yeah. like we can take down winter. We just have to get through it. You know, ever you know, put your head down, New Yorkers. We're going to get there. That I, maybe that was maybe that's too high concept. How about bringing but food trucks back? Well, <laughs> that too, food trucks to Feed keep us. us fed throughout the winter. Um, I just think like the final season, you know is very much 
at least part of it is going to be, you know, this battle against the White Walkers, and I just think sort of embracing that concept and, like, just picking a thing and, you know, yeah, making it about do, that trying to and do making everything. it more focused instead yeah. of just like, oh, we're gonna put up posters of stuff, yay. I don't know. They were really big. Some of them, yeah. I Some mean, they put, I mean, you're right, they put them up on, like, every you know location they could but it even the in construction just, locations which made it sadder yeah it, really, it was like oh look a picture of john snow hanging on this blue constructed wall thanks <laughs> <laughs> like, like next really to a sign that's like you know caution hard hat area or something <laughs> it was it was it was a little sad i was thinking so anyway like, um <laughs> Let's say you're watching Game of Thrones, you're catching up, you're spoiled going on your commute to work. Because in my, because it's not, it's not just in Grand Central, it's all over the city. So I'm like walking and I'm seeing Joffrey like dead. I'm seeing John resurrected, you know, so don't like what, look at it. It's kind of spoilerific. Oh, that's very true. You know, if you're just, I can't, you know, I caught up with Breaking Bad and I would be really pissed off if like. I was taking the subway and I was spoiled on the big moments. I think, doesn't Game of Thrones have one of the highest watch rates, though? Like, they're not looking for new viewers. Yeah. That's true, that, but I have a friend who's, like, of... watching it for the first time, and so I she's know, but they're like, not going to be concerned about, like, just those not. two or three people. They don't care. They, I mean, like, I think that's the root of the of the laziness with the, with these campaigns every year, is they don't need to advertise it. Exactly. They, they kind of just advertise it because it's expected <laughs> to, and that's why we get these kind of I mean, and I feel like ideas. Going into the final season, it feels like they could make an effort more, especially yeah. because it, it was pushed back and it wasn't, it's mm. not just the next year, like it, it has been quite some time since the last season, so it might be nice if they went all out a little bit just for one last time. Maybe they will for the prequels, you guys. Maybe we'll get like <laughs> cool things again. Maybe oh, they'll man. hire Campfire. Yeah, and... that's not happening. <laughs> Just feed us. That's all we want. We just want I to know. eat. <laughs> or an we Iron want to eat Throne. Stuff. We want to eat stuff and we want photo ops. Yeah. That's what yeah. We want. I never and thought that was the thing. It was really it. difficult to take photos. I was trying, but because of the way that Grand Central is constructed, it's just like, I don't know. It, there, was a, there were cool places where you could stand and see it surrounding you and being like everywhere I look is Game of Thrones and that that felt kind of cool but also everywhere you looked was construction and you know people commuting which is not totally their fault but yeah it's not really the best place for it I don't know I mean I I appreciate that they made some effort but I feel like it was I just think it's hilarious that the MTA was like yeah yeah we can make cards yeah right (laughs) Welcome to New York. Yeah. <laughs> we can't actually get you anywhere, but that's no. the whole other thing. The fact that they thought that the MTA would deliver. I mean, I'm shocked they got him out a week later because the statement they made was, uh, uh, cards? What? <laughs> We're going to do cards? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it didn't quite work out the way it was advertised. Let's just put it that way. I know. Well, I, I cleared my Tuesday for it, and I was hyping up my, my pal, Laura, and I was like, we're going to go to Grand Central. They're doing this really cool Game of Thrones thing. And then over. you guys were, like, Take texting over. me, and I was like, oh, <laughs> never mind. Let's never get dinner. Mind. Never mind. 
Yeah. You made well, the better of, choice. Yeah. Speaking of going places, you guys. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so a couple of Mondays ago, it's a couple of Mondays at this point. Uh, we Monday went, before Thanksgiving. Yeah. We traveled to Jersey City for George Martin's only uh, book event for his book, Fire and Blood. It's sort of the first half of the history of the Targaryen dynasty in Westeros. And um, what was everyone's thoughts the line was really long. <laughs> I think I cracked my shit up. <laughs> oh my god, I think we lost her. What? Oh god, the line was so funny. It was so funny. Like, we got there and it was like, oh, okay, there's a line out front. No biggie. And they're like, no, you got to go around the back of the building. So we go around yeah. the back of the building. And just like, kept going. Go through the alleyway. Go down, you down like, the street. cross the street. And you're just like in front of people's houses. <laughs> And then we found Twitter. Then we found all of Got Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like oh, hey. I, I love how Jess texts you guys and she's like, we're under a street lamp. <laughs> <laughs> I sent you a and map, I, didn't and I? And I look up and I was like, we are under a street lamp. What the hell? The only oh, illuminated was... area in that alleyway it was really dark. It really was. It just, it felt so Game of Thrones because... It's not okay. So Lowe's Theater is one of those old theaters that was built in what, like the twenties. So it's mm-hmm. it's like beautiful on the inside, but it's it's fairly dilapidated. And and it must have been gorgeous at one. It point. must have been gorgeous in its heyday, but it, right now it's it needs a lot of help. And so I don't I don't expect that there are a lot of events where people, thousands of people, are lined up down the block and into practically the next neighborhood. So it was just really funny because it, it was almost like we're underestimated again as a fandom, but here we are. <laughs> we did all get in like relatively on time. So yeah. there, there was that. And uh, you guys nicely saved us seats. Um, we did have to abandon the people we were with. We're like, we got safe seats, guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Laters. Um, Bye. No, but, you know, it, it was actually really nice to... We haven't had, like, an official event to go to. Although, speaking of the, the theater being a little bit worse for wear, oh, Rachel and I were very afraid of the balcony coming crashing down. <laughs> well, they do, I wasn't they do worried need money until George was like, that. we can't go up there. <laughs> so oh if God, you actually have there. any money left over, please help support this theater in Jersey City, because it's absolutely gorgeous, and they have all these volunteers working on it, and they fix some of it. And I'd really like a bathroom yeah, sink that has more than one faucet on it. The Friends oh of the God, Lowe's yes. Theater is doing their best to keep it keep it from falling over. But yes. it has this this grand old style balcony that no one can go up because it's not safe. But George was joking that that's where the band was. <laughs> that the, that the, the doors are going to on. ominously close and he's going to get rid of all the people that bothered him on Twitter all at once. Yeah. <laughs> then they had this... this uh, he was like 17 or 18 years old. 16, I think. 16. He was playing the organ. And he was playing all, all kinds of games, throwing music. And the kid was fantastic. He was, he was, I mean, it just, the organ sounded beautiful and creepy and scary as fuck. And it was like so perfect. By the way, I saw organs written down and I forgot that there were organs. And I'm like, <laughs> why are we talking about organs? Like, you know, <laughs> <Like> organs. Whose <laughs> spleen are we discussing today? <laughs> So I actually, like, really, really, like, enjoyed the conversation. You always get sort of worried at these things, if it's going to be boring or awkward. But I really loved sort of George talking about 
his like backstory himself his own history growing up in jersey and also his wife paris was there which was really nice and the conversation went to places that like i didn't know he was going to talk about and he talked about things that we don't already know so it was all new stuff as well for us Mm -hmm. the history of his family and and some local local lore yeah where the town he grew up in yeah and hodgman was also uh, a pretty good q a leader yeah uh, and and he and he seems to be very well versed in the series so that was a huge help yeah it wasn't he's definitely like he was just asking these cold questions i did like his long preamble to get to the <laughs> elephant in the room <laughs> oh my god that was hysterical which oh. involved talking about an elephant that was brought back to king's landing and possibly eaten by a dragon <laughs> yeah that was good that was very entertaining yeah he did a good job yeah, bring I, him back I, for some more stuff i'm into the whole and then like they they didn't let anyone actually do q a like it wasn't like a lineup and ask them questions kind of event everyone had to God. submit their questions beforehand via email i love events like that please event organizers do more of that that especially that also because they only got through three questions so it was but, mostly just them talking. Which and they fun. still got to do the interaction because they were like, if we read your question, raise your hand and then, yeah. you know, George will cast his eyes on you. And that's, that's really all you want in those yeah, situations. Uh, so, yeah. So that was cool. And, and they were well thought out questions. They weren't the stupid. Well, because you get to cherry pick the good ones. Yeah. yeah. And that, so that was, that was, that was great. I, I, I enjoyed that portion. For sure. Um, but what's confusing to me is the fire and blood title. I feel like he wrote a book about fire and lunch. Cause I'm like fire and lunch. No, fire and, blood. <laughs> fire and lunch, fire and blood. Yes. Is that it? Is that what we're called? Fire and blood. Yep. yep. It's our fire fire and, and, and bloody lunch. Oh, so good. Always I haven't read it yet food. though. <laughs> Has anyone read it? I looked at the, uh, illegible font family tree in the back i am on page 107 good girl i'm almost done with the first chapter i was it was taking me forever to read it because i was literally taking notes on my cell phone as i was reading it i haven't taken any notes i'm just gonna wing it yeah but you you have a good memory i don't have i have a terrible short-term memory ask me what i did when i was five and i can give you you know a whole story ask me what i ate for dinner and i'll be like food i just flipped to this random page and there's this great picture of this guy on a horse and this child is like hanging on to him and looking like they're gonna like die or fall off and their facial expression is great i i i need two things when i read this book so one the reason i haven't read anything yet is because i carried it around for a week uh thinking i was gonna read it on the train huh no i have actually i i can't there's my trains are crowded i can't balance a book that way yeah, see i get a seat so it's okay yeah it's not happening so i was like okay and also i realized i shouldn't do that anyway because i need to read it in front of a computer where i can access the wiki <laughs> and remember what everything i've forgotten which is everything yeah because I, I i'm telling you i was writing notes about things that like it was like the most obscure thing and i was like blah 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 that's you important guys, to know so many and lists of names in this book i'm just like oh sometimes he'll go through like a whole paragraph and be like these 17 people were, you know, the, all the lords that supported him. And I'm like, someday I'm going to have to know this list of people for trivia and I'm going to cry. Oh, that's yeah. PTSD. 
But to be fair, George also mentioned at the book event that he also references the wiki. So I don't feel bad about needing to use the internet when I'm reading these books because the writer actually does. (laughs) Yeah. No, I I just I I just felt like as I was writing it and taking notes, I felt like I was starting to work on my master's thesis again. I know. Okay, historical research. Here I go. Should we should we have a test after this? No. Oh God. No. No. Thanks. The answer is Targaryen. So So obviously, we're going to read Fire and Blood and break it up and talk about it on the podcast. I think we're still working out how we're going to break it up. And mostly by King. Yeah. See, I have this insane notion. we, We we we're planning on having some guests. Yes. Hopefully. But I had this insane notion that because the book is structured to come from the three different sources that George called primary sources like they're real. Uh, <laughs> but as a historian, I truly appreciate it. We too. were watching a video earlier and it was like, he's like, many people are speculating about this. And we're like, who is speculating, George? You, fans, people in the series? Like, who are these Twitter. people? Everyone on Twitter. Everyone but, on Twitter. So it was just funny the, because you're you wrote it. Like he's he's like, well, people are saying this about Aegon. You know it. Like why are you pretending like it's not your book series? But I do. I, I I while I'm reading it, it really feels like I'm reading one of the like the primary sources that I was that I was working on for my dissertation and stuff like that. So like I I I, I find it interesting. I also find me getting a lot of headaches as i'm doing it because i'm like oh god i thought i was done with this but no (laughs) no no uh i saw i I don't know who posted this was a while ago but somebody there was a part that somebody took a photo of and underlined and put on twitter and it said it said something like but mushroom disagrees or digresses and i was like yes mushroom mushroom is is only in the blacks and the greens part so the rest of it or at least the part that i've read so far really only has the one voice and then like there's a few like so and so you know said this or we don't know what the truth was here and these are like you know all the different possibilities but it's not so much like specific sources so he did the, talk about he did talk about because i know in our last episode we kind of joked that we didn't really think that george was gonna be book. yeah that maybe he didn't write all his book uh so he talked about the process of writing it and how much he wrote for um the world of ice and fire and why uh this book came out of that um so it does seem like he wrote a good part of it but then i haven't read it yet obviously but i thought oh well maybe the three prime sources were the three writers but that's an interesting that doesn't seem like it's gonna pan out if if mushroom no. only in one section no no, because Mushroom's half nuts. Mush- I love Mushroom. Mushroom is not immortal, unfortunately, so he <laughs> no. was not around at the beginning. No. Which is a but, shame. But it is it is written the way you'd see historical documents. Because like as if, even as I was trying to put the chart together for us to how we're going to break it down, um, you could see like the the chapters start out shorter because you have less information. Right. Like, that makes you know, sense. and then as history builds and you have more voices, these things get bigger and bigger. And so I, I think it's, it's really well thought out in how it's been set up. Uh, and again, as a historian, I appreciate that. So even though this is not actual real history, I love the fact that it's thought about the way a historian would read something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's a fan of history too. So he actually mentioned that at his, uh, his book signing thing 
not really how assigning. more people know who the Lannisters and the Starks are over the Lancasters and the Yorks. But to That's be so fair, depressing. But also, <laughs> like, it's, yeah, it's America. Okay, we're not in England. If we were in England, I can understand that. Like, we learn about our civil war. That's important to us. Yeah, man. Yeah, I want I want some rando it, from the UK to point to like Arkansas on the map. They don't know. Yeah, exactly. Let's be real, know, George. Too. Come on. <laughs> um, but speaking of like the book tour uh so he was doing a lot of press for the book and he mentioned um and rachel you had posted this article a few weeks ago about aegon prophesizing about the others coming back to westeros and i want to know everyone's sort of thoughts on that we've talked about the targaryen predilection for for the future seeing right and Mm -hmm. It doesn't, because we were, and I don't remember what episode this was, but we definitely talked about this, because we were trying to figure out what, if it was a Targaryen magic, or if it was another magic that manifested in various Targaryens. I don't remember this discussion. Because it seems like, you know, some, I guess we're trying to relate it to, like, whether it was the same as the Green Dreams. Mm. uh, Mm Mm-hmm. Or if it was a different magic, if it came from a different source, but, you know, like, you know, like a parallel evolution kind of thing. I feel like it's probably its own magic because they're the only ones that can, that can make a dragon hatch. So they have their own brands of magic. But we see, we don't, we still don't know why the dragons hatch. It could just be blood magic and the Tarks took up a resource because us, we're assuming that the ancients and, and like the the Valyrians that the Targaryens weren't the only ones with dragons. No, they well, weren't. They weren't. They weren't. Um, and they're all destroyed when the uh, like when when the, but the Targaryens survived because they didn't stay in in Valyria because Every, they had a prophecy. Because they had the prophecy. Right. So is it is right. it they, a Valyria? Is, is it Dan- Danis? Is that was her name? Dan- uh, Dana the Dreamer. Dana yeah. the Dreamer. Okay. So, the, but then that kind of supports my theory because it may not technically be a, 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 a you know, like a Valyrian, an ancient Valyrian tra- trait. It could be something that the Tar the Targaryens have that came from outside of them. That maybe they they somebody married somebody, or you know, mm. I don't know. That's maybe. a long winded way of saying I think that he possibly could have predicted it. I don't know if he was, if he really thought that he could engineer this this whole outcome at. I guess it's a question of did he think that he was the going to be the one fighting it and he needed to unite the kingdoms then or if he thought that no I'm doing this for the future yeah like did he know it was going to take 300 years yeah or did he think that you know he and and Brainis and uh, Visenya were the three heads of the dragon in that prophecy. I think that's more But likely. I was I was asking Jess earlier, like you know, when Rhaegar read the prophecies, like where did he find these prophecies? And you know, like did they get passed down sort Dragonstone. of or... <laughs> There's somewhere. There's like somewhere. an oral tradition or you read them, right? They were so... at Summer Hall. Mm-hmm, yeah. So, oh gosh, I bet you you're right. Because yeah. they they no one no, they're gone, right? They had to have been at Summer Hall. Great library of Summer Hall. Yeah. <laughs> it burned down. Just like it has Summer the Hall. mysteries of how the Targaryens have these dreams. Mystery of how dragons are hatched. Mystery of how they have their silver <laughs> hair. All of that wonderful stuff. All of it. It's a, it's a house full of wigs and yep. books. And there you go. Harps. Harps. Definitely harps. 
So basically, you're, you're saying like the, the library in Summer Hall was probably like the library of Alexandria. Yeah, yeah Alexandria, exactly. <laughs> full of secrets. And full of sad because it doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah, so it wasn't real, so Summer Hall was never real. <laughs> No, we established it. Walter Frey burned it down in the last Summer podcast. House. Right, true. there you go. So maybe they're at the Frey. twins. Maybe the books are it's at all the, the twins. twins. Yes. It's all coming back around, you guys. All coming back around. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so any final anyway. thoughts on the fire and blood, or can we move on? I was just to say, I kind of I like Aegon possibly having a prophecy dream yeah about I, it. at first i was like ah, i don't like this i've come around to it i don't know i think it's it's interesting if if it does tie everything together even if you know he maybe came up with it later who knows it's just an oddly specific set of prophecies it because is. it seems like all the prophecies that the that the various targaryen dreamers have revolve around just this one thing. You'd think that it would ju- it would be more generalized and would have helped them consolidate power, or figure out no. that the dragons were all going to die or, or something. But instead, it's just this one. It's like it's like a signal, like someone's time traveling and like oh no, let's get on. <laughs> <laughs> so Bran put the dreams oh in. God, cut down all the trees. <laughs> oh Scratch God. out the faces. <laughs> <laughs> Burn down Summer Hall. <laughs> oh, stop! My egg on and my dunk. Oh, egg. Oh. Anyway, I love my egg. Speaking of, uh, I do wonder if. Okay, so if he never finishes Dunkin' Egg, is he gonna write the second half of this book? And will they tell us what happens in Summer Hall? I don't God, know. I or is he just going to skip that part like he did in The World of Ice and Fire where it's just like, oh, here's some burnt fragments. Well, I was, this is me reading it. I was getting really hyped. I'm going to find out about uh, Darian and Doran. I'm going to find out about like a- um, Aemon the Dragon Knight. And I was like, oh, wait, that's the second half. Yeah, second half. <laughs> yep. We're always waiting for a book. Yeah. To be <laughs> continued. Yep. So, should we move on, ladies? Yes. Yep. All right. Yep. So, for the new DVD that's going to come out with the final season, they had recorded this really cool, I guess, Game of Thrones reunion with all the former cast members that are going to come together. And I imagine it's going to be like the Lord them. of the Rings special edition, you know, where they oh, yeah. pulled everybody in to watch it and do the cast commentary. Oh, it's going to be a commentary or it's going to be like a roundtable? I thought it was going to be commentary. Mm. The only but thing I I, I I knew that I keep hearing and I'm I'm kind of pissed about this is that it's going to be on a set of the entire series and it's like so basically fuck you to everybody who has been buying the DVDs for every season as they come out. YouTube man, that shit's gonna be on YouTube the next day. Yeah. Um, you you think it's gonna be the next day? It's gonna be the, like ten minutes after it. Or like ten days before because the... things get yeah. special <laughs> like features get you know put on the yeah. internet weeks before they even come out mm-hmm. well we'll find out then but the big reunion news is that sean bean's gonna be on that on that commentary the ned discussion roundtable <laughs> yeah it must be weird for him because sort of game of thrones blew up like him. after yeah. him so he didn't know <laughs> what he was getting into and it's like he died in the first season 
but like well, I think it's nice because he gets to like be in it now I mean I and mean, he's used to that I mean yeah. it's not like he's never been in a huge franchise before and was only at the beginning and didn't get to finish it I don't know he did get to film that that uh Boromir and Faramir scene and and which in what Return of the King yeah the extras but... or Two Towers I forget which one I mean, if they have that yeah. Marvel money, like they do the the de aging, like of Sam Jackson as Nick Fury and Captain Marvel, they could have used like actually that kind of technology to de age Sean Bean, so he could have played. Is that how so they that figured I didn't out have to deal with like Ned Patrick Harris? Yes, he can actually play Ned Stark in all those flashback scenes. <laughs> God, it's be what like I the get. Star Wars special edition where they just drop in another guy. Like that other guy was never there. <laughs> like God, Dario, yeah, can be casting, but it's Sean Bean. No. <laughs> can we can we do like the three the reunion special has you know Sean Bean acting out the Tower of Joy scenes instead of Ned Patrick Harris, and then he's just like like a really old man hovering over this fifteen year old girl on a bloody bed. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I wonder if he actually watches Game of Thrones still. Did he did he ever watch it? I don't know. Like he doesn't. Yeah, he's probably going to be like, "Whoa, this show's good." Yeah. Like... <laughs> well, you know, and Richard Madden said he forgets he's in the he forgets he was in the show. I bet Sean Bean is like, "All right, I did this show once upon a time." <laughs> yeah, because it was sort of like a job for him. Just like, oh yeah, like a you know mini series or a job, like a one season thing. But like, it's this like huge global phenomenon that he probably wasn't expecting. Well, it has to be over too because it's like he, he works with all these to die. kids. No, I'm talking about like, like the adults. The the big how big the show became. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I wonder who else is going to come back for it. <clears throat> I want uh, Harry Lloyd. Be nice to see him so again. So badly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah, Jason Momoa. Yeah. Jason. <laughs> yeah, Jason. But like, I don't know. I J- feel like Harry Lloyd hasn't like. We haven't seen him in a while. No, I know, but I think Jason Momoa would just be a lot of word salad, and but like funny word salad. <laughs> well, somebody least, so. asked him who he thought would win the Game of Thrones recently, and he said that he didn't want to say because he didn't want to come off as an asshole. <laughs> what? Who was because, this? Well, because he would either say it and it would be wrong. And people would make fun of him, or he would say it, and he would be right, and then people would accuse him of spoiling of it, it, spoiling, ruining it. You know what? That's that, fair. that was the, that was the best answer you could he could give. Yeah, which also I think indicates that he doesn't think it's going to be Danny. <laughs> oh. Yeah, because he used to always say that. Yeah. Well, we'll find out. He, he, lo- he loves. And then uh, that same that same article mentioned that they were spending. <clears throat> um, that a lot of the money that was spent uh, in season eight was for ghosts. That's right. Yes. I don't know what they mean by a lot. That'll be a nice change. (sighs) He's going to have like more, he's going to have more time in season eight than his combined amount of time. Seven years. The other seven seasons. Yeah. (laughs) Either that or they mean he'll at least have a scene, which he did not have last season. There's just a dead dog in the back. (gasps) Shut up. Stop. (laughs) I really don't want to see John spending the entire season like these battle scenes like on a dragon. Like I want to see him like I don't want to watch anyone on a dragon. It's so awkward. That and also yeah. I just want to see him like sword fighting like next to Arya, next to Brienne. Like I don't know. It'd be boring to see John up there on a dragon. 
How do you say Dracaris with a northern accent? Dracaris. <laughs> I don't know. Dracara. They're not, they're going to be like, what, what, what is he asking? <laughs> so funny. Oh, but we might get, like, Jenny, your picture of ghosts in the side saddle thing. Oh, yes. Sidecar. <laughs> Dragon sidecar. Oh, man. That's, that's why we get all our ghosts, because he's with the dragon. And they're like, well, fuck. What if they do, do that? How are we all going to react to that? <laughs> Crying with laughter? Yeah. <laughs> but with the tongue sticking out, just like the picture. <laughs> like a dog. Um, yeah, like he's like he's in the car. <clears throat> yes. I want it. Give it to me now. <laughs> oh, no. So I'm going to keep moving us along, ladies. All right. Yes. So in spinoff news, they were looking for twins for the prequel mm-hmm. series. And somebody wrote incestuous twins, which is all Targaryens, but it's not about the Targaryens. Right. So what's the deal with the twins? I think they're supposed to be sisters, aren't they? Okay. Yeah. Now I feel weird. <laughs> Well, I, Still be whoever, whoever put that note there should feel weird. <laughs> yes, they're supposed to be twin sisters in their 20s. Oh. I guess that doesn't mean they still can't be incestuous. I mean, yeah. they're Targs. If, they, oh, if they're Targs. They may not be Targs. They may be something else. Well, didn't so. they say there were no Targaryens in this? Oh, the, yeah, there not are Targs. no Targaryens. Then maybe everybody was incestuous and is, it was just normal. This is pre-Fire and Blood. There are no Targaryens. We right. should mention okay. that he did he did make the whole long the long night joke again to the audience at the signing yes. and said yes, they told did. me not to say that, but that's what it is. <laughs> yes. So And he said it may be more like five thousand years ago, which I still think is too long. Yeah. What? <laughs> I agree. I don't understand his like that time. I, the fuel you're just adding fuel to my technology. <sighs> rant why doesn't <clears throat> has anybody ever asked george this question how come they're in the per, in a perpetual state of being in the middle ages for thousands of years i'm sure someone has i just don't know if he's answered i mean that's a really good question because honestly like we've evolved over time we weren't in the middle ages for a long period yeah of it's time. like a thousand years for five thousand years yeah, yeah. Not 8, so maybe years. during the long night they're wearing some caveman garb who knows I just don't think they're going to put Naomi Watts into, like, you know, caveman. I thought she's supposed to be a socialite. She's a caveman socialite. socialite. A socialite around the campfire. (laughs) Wearing wearing a bison bra. (laughs) Maybe she's the one who put the drawings on that cave from season seven. (laughs) Oh, God. If I have to watch Naomi Watts put that shit on there, I'm going to be pissed. There we go. Some Lesko drawings. I, I really hope that we get to see those drawings created. Oh, God. So amazing. Unless the theory that John went and drew them himself before he talked to Danny is true. Well, that's not a theory. That's We've, we've established that was fact. <laughs> um. So, Jenny, you wanted to talk about some of your sort of prequel concerns, not just about <clears throat> The Long Night, but like some other shows as well? Uh, I mean, we don't know what else they had planned on doing or plan on actually doing. But no, I was just saying earlier that um, like reading through Fire and Blood and everything and thinking about the Blacks and the Greens and stuff that I have a hard time seeing these things as being like actual TV shows. Like I feel like they'd make good miniseries, but because like 
And have to like they have to find the story within the story because like a lot of this history that we have is just like I mean it's colorful but it's still kind of like dry history and so like I mean the way the Game of Thrones is structured you know you have all these different character arcs and you have all the different POVs and I'm just I always just have a hard time imagining like the Dance of the Dragons as being like a multi-season TV show I just see it as like here's a cool 10 episode miniseries about dragon history I don't know if anybody else feels like that. No, I, I don't. I mean, I, I, I don't see these spinoffs going for eight seasons. I see them going for, like, two. Yeah. I mean, we also come from a world where The Hobbit could be made into three movies. But should it be? No. And <laughs> and Fantastic Beasts, which is not even really a book, is now going to be not only three movies, but five. <laughs> But should it be? No. no, it shouldn't. It shouldn't even have been one. Well, here's, it's going to be weird. It's going to be like the Vampire Diaries. It's going to be like, well, what if the spinoff runs longer? And runs actually better than the book? That's fine. Well, yeah, well that's the Angel Buffy conundrum, right? But I Don't even talk can... to me about Vampire Diaries spinoffs. I'm watching Legacies. <laughs> I just, I'm just thinking, like, I, there's, nothing that could, there's nothing that can keep it from being better. I, I think we're back to that idea that we, um, you know, when D&D ran out of book and we were kind of hopeful that without the book, they would dig in and do some real writing. And they didn't. And they didn't. But these are, this is different writers, right? So. Yes. Right. I mean, I'm not saying it's, it's not possible. Like, I absolutely think that they can and should and will. And, you know, they'll definitely make an effort. I just, for me, reading these kinds of things and imagining, like, what a you know Aegon's conquering series might be I'm just always like I don't know what that would be because I'm like that's just this like you know short finite period in history to me you know but I mean as as just pointed out you know we had like the Tudors TV show so they could make you know the Targaryens TV show mm-hmm. and you know you'd get you know the reign of Magor the cruel murdering all his wives and that's all I want yeah, horrible <laughs> That's um, all I, <laughs> I just read about more of I that. just want like, them God. all to die <laughs> but, uh, but it's gonna be so juicy well the good <laughs> thing is we don't have any sort of expectations right <clears throat> so we can keep the bar it's low true. for expectations these aren't characters that we know and love from a book series so if they change things or they act in or way, leave there's no leave we don't, things out that matter to us yeah so we're not gonna be nerd raging about it so it's so so almost like an open like book literally they can really do anything but whether or not that's going to be interesting is up to what the writers do with it and what kind of showrunners I mean, are going to be curious to see say it again i said i'm definitely curious to see no, I mean, me too. if we're going to be there if we're going to see the creation of the whites you know how do they fucking work where do the babies go <laughs> Where? How do they feed them? That's, do they grow up? Is that is that going to be one of our like you know character groups that we follow? We finally get White Walker daycare. Yeah, White Walker daycare. What do the White blue Walker eyes mean? Daycare. Like, what is a blue eye versus no blue eye? What does the finger do? Like, we need to know all of these things, and it's not our fault that we need to know them. They put it in front of us and didn't explain it. So, well, yeah. I mean, that's why I wonder. Like, you know, Jess, you've said this a number of times, but like, is that stuff that they're gonna cover in this last season, or are they gonna like gloss over all of that and be like, it'll be in the prequel? But are we really interested in it? Like, is it that it's not really that I compelling? Know. I mean, 
A little bit, like, we're mildly... I guess... If you're into, like, sort of the mythology, like, aspect of it, but I think most people who watch Game of Thrones are in it for the characters, right? And so, yeah, we like the world of Westeros. A lot of people like the world of Westeros, but they're in it for the Tyrians, the Dannys, the Johns, the Cerseis. And so, unless you have characters that are equally compelling to the ones we already know, I don't think it doesn't matter how cool the mythology is, how cool the dragons are. It's not going to stand on its own and people aren't going to tune in every week to watch it well i mean that's the task that they have is to give us interesting characters with an interesting story but also make it like totally original so it doesn't feel like you're treading over like already like treaded over territory it right? doesn't feel like redundant like, oh we well, saw this is this our already. ned and this is our, our john snow well they have twins these are our incestuous twins <laughs> They're not incestuous. I only put well, that look, in. Jamie and Jersey. That makes a difference. <laughs> There's going to be a kid oh, being thrown out of a window. <laughs> it's just going to be all of this has happened before and all of this will happen. But again. it'll be a it'll be a shorter tower because they haven't they at least they have learned invented to build extra bigger stories things yet. Yeah. So they'll survive more. Okay. It won't be. will be paralyzed. It's gonna be the same actor. It's gonna be like American Horror Story, like same actors, different storylines. So there's gonna. So you're, are you trying to tell me that there's gonna be a brand tree? It's gonna be a brand tree. Yes. Amelia Clark will be, will be playing the role of a White Walker. <laughs> Lena Headey as some brand the Builder. But, oh, but not Kit will not go back. Kit Harrington as the Wall. As the Wall. As the Wall. <laughs> He'll be wearing that costume that we saw at uh, Con Thrones. Oh yeah, the wall. That that guy. The wall. It would be nice to see the building of the wall and all that. That'd be fun. I would love to see like giants and some uh, more dire wolves. Totally. Everyone should have a dire wolf. There should be like. Well, you know, they won't have dragons. Maybe they'll put the budget into dire wolves. Yeah, no dragons. We gotta have some kind of magical animal. So dire wolves and and giants will have that. What other creatures do they have? I don't know. Well, they can make them up for the show, right? Well, do we get to see the ice spiders? I assume a kraken of some kind. That's what I was thinking. Uh, Yeah, why don't we just and have, like, lions. pirates and stuff? Do they even have lions in Westeros? Like, where did that imagery come from? <laughs> I know, that I have questions. Well, I think uh, they, I think they, they mentioned elef- They mentioned elephants. But that came from Essos. Right, so maybe that's where lions are. Maybe lions are from Southeros, and it's supposed to be, like, you know, Africa. And there's, like, zebras there, too. I, f- I feel like I remember lions when I was reading... The World of Ice and Fire, but I could be totally wrong. I feel like I remember lions in Essos. I don't, I don't remember lions in Westeros. I feel like I feel like there were, but like they died the out. Lannisters are just a damn lie. Everything they do. Questions Brian to ask Lyles. George. Add it to the list. <laughs> we have questions, George. <laughs> I will have to go back and look at the World of Ice and Fire and see if there were lions. Oh, so Maybe there's um. Any final thoughts on the spinoffs, or can we move on? We can move on. All right, so let's talk about some food and some drinks. So there's going to be a Game of Thrones whiskey. Yay. There is a Game of Thrones whiskey. What? And I think there's the like... cool thing about it is that it's not just one brand of whiskey. It, each bottle, each house 
is a different brand. So they're, they have they're, they're they a have bunch of distilleries across Scotland. Yeah, so they have a they have like cohesive bottling and labels, but each each house is their own their own dis- yeah from their own distillery. So that's really cool. It is cool. Christmas is cool. gifts. I'm, I'm dying to try some of. Do I'm I dying like to try some of it. Now, is it imported from Scotland? Can you get it here in the U.S. like in stores? Yes. Okay. Good. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I know. I, I know a couple places that seem to have it. So, but they don't seem to have them all. They only have like bits and pieces. I'm curious to know. Well, I think they've been for a sale for a little bit uh, because I saw them popping up around on Instagram, and I thought stupidly that there was ju- that they were just bottles that right. people were buying off of Etsy. I didn't know that they were like official branded, you know, yeah, scotch yeah. basically. <laughs> There is a Night's Watch one, um, but it does not appear to be available. Mm. And that one's a different color. Like, all the other bottles look the same. The Night's Watch one is black. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah, right? <laughs> and it taken, looks like the label has the, black. The, the Night's Watch oath on it. Oh, my God. I want it. There's so much yeah, Game so of Thrones merchandise that I'm so unaware of. Yeah, so it looks like the cheapest thing you can get is probably the the Johnny Walker wa- White Walker, right? That came out around yeah. New York Comic Con, and then the rest of it's going to run you anywhere from seventy to one hundred and fifty bucks, uh, depending on which one you get. It's just crazy because Johnny Walker is like the lowest you can get, like the cheapest. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. And then George Martin had his pizza pie ratings. He obviously is in agreement <laughs> with all of us when he said that, like, there's New York City pizza and then there's other things. Everyone else. <laughs> yeah, everyone else. <laughs> so he's like, anywhere you go in New York, you can get a good slice. And I, I agree with that. Yep. I like Chicago pizza. I do, too. I had some when I was there. It was good. Yeah. But it's but... not New York. <laughs> yeah. You can get Detroit pizza now in uh, in Manhattan. But, yeah. There you go. <laughs> It's square. <laughs> yeah, but I like it. He wasn't, like, discriminating against, like, any borough. He's, like, there's, you know, good pizza to be found in Brooklyn and Manhattan, all over the I place. I also like that he was, like, no fancy toppings. Exactly. No yep. pineapple. No pineapple <laughs> made me very happy. I'm a fan of pineapple on pizza. I'm just going to put that out there. All I keep thinking but... is the acidity of the tomato and the acidity of the pineapple together is just heartburn waiting to happen. Oh. But that's the old, cheese that's, pizza and or veggie pizza. There you go. And so we were going to lead. Of Game of Thrones things to do in, in New York. <laughs> yeah, lots. <laughs> so we were actually going to lead with this story before the, the teaser came out. And uh, Kit Harrington, in his attempt to distance himself from the heroic Jon Snow, has gone with a 70s serial killer look. <laughs> yes, he has. Taking really it to an extreme, he really wants to distance himself and from the John character. It's, it's working. For him, <laughs> it's I don't working. know if I'd say it's working. <laughs> it's like a seventies porn to star dis- to to distance himself. Oh yeah, to distance so himself. So this is for a role. Yes, yes, it's yes. for a role. He has decided to do it for real. He's done the scary facial hair for real, which is great. Which means he has to go to the grocery store looking like that. Yeah, so we, I'm sorry. Yeah. 
I don't sorry know how for I Rose. feel about it because he looks like my dad. Like that's my dad's <laughs> look, and it's I'm having conflicting emotions. Like, oh my god, it's, it's kind of gross. It's not his best look. No. Yeah. So I don't know how I feel about it. And then me, he's like, yeah. he's like the, a guy that you see. He's it's very Napoleon Dynamite in like <laughs> effect. You know, it's like a guy that you would look at and be like, oh, you know, damn, like. He could do better than that. It's like he's <laughs> Didn't you refer to him as like a middle school science teacher? He looks like all the middle oh school science god. teachers I ever had. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, we say it's for a role, but Game of Thrones, the premiere is going to happen in April. This play would have <laughs> ended and he's still going to be rocking. Oh god. He's going to oh be god. like, oh. Oh. this is repelling people. It's working. <laughs> Including the shorts, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the short shorts. Yeah. Can't say I'm opposed to that. Yeah, but... It's, it's, <laughs> I'm not even opposed to a stash, in theory. Uh, it's just... It's it's so far... They're so far apart. <laughs> you can put a whole other mustache between them. That's true. <laughs> Poor Kit. I am not a fan of the mustache-only look. It, it does not work for me. I anybody. have been playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption, so I am on the mustache train right now. I mean, my dad had a mustache, too. So, I mean, and he looked weird without one, but... Same. Um, the Bob's Burger effect. <laughs> but, I mean, I was just, like, used to that. But, like, on other people, I'm like, this no, it's not a good look. <laughs> Especially people who didn't have that before, and have seen better, and I was it's used to them with catcher. better. I don't know what kind of stash that is. Like, if you were gonna go and, like, ask for it. <laughs> he did it himself. It's, it's kind of like... It's kind of like a super grown. It's like two caterpillars who just ha- are not close enough to talk yet. Like they're shouting at each other. It looks like the ones you buy, the fake ones you put on. It doesn't oh look God. real. That's what he did. So he didn't have to actually. He just takes them off when he goes home. I mean, the haircut is nice. I will say he's, the haircut is fine. It's just everything else. <laughs> it's just everything. Oh my God! Poor kid. It's like, just put a bag over him and be he's done with it. To, he's just trying to act. He's just trying to... Although, this is a part that, in, previous to him, was played by Ethan Hawke. So, maybe make better life choices. Yeah. Oh, I'm my saying. God. I mean... If, yeah, you're, okay. if you're vibing the same as Ethan Hawke, you're not vibing well. I mean, I, I kind of dig it because it's so different, but mainly for the comedy. And, uh, you know, me and Jenny, before we were late to, like, record today because we were watching an interview with Richard Madden. <sighs> Fine, man. <laughs> he's looking good these days, man. Oh Let me God. tell you, I hope he's he on that reunion show. He got nominated for a Golden Globe. I'll send you pictures, guys. Sitting next, to, sitting next to Kit with his terrible mustache. There you go. And it's like the shorts, but he clearly skipped leg day. Like, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, they kid. don't do leg day on the wall. They just stand there. <laughs> He's like so like buff, but like from like the you know in the torso up, right? He's not. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! It's so good. Yeah. So uh, our closing thoughts are a farewell to Tumblr. Thanks for all the porn. As you know, Tumblr's changing their <laughs> rules and regulations, and everything from Jesus to Gendry's nipples have been to flagged. To cupcakes. Oh, to cinnamon rolls. <laughs> cinnamon rolls. 
to and, their own posts. images of grayscale. We should just we post kids' uh, picture from this play and see if they flag that too. <laughs> there you go. Okay, I don't. Is, are things still getting flagged? Because they took all of the flags on mine off. I think they gave up on yeah, that. Yeah. Well, I think I think that's just being reviewed, right? No, no, no. It, things that weren't reviewed yet. They just took all the flags away. I think they finally gave up when people just were like, "What the fuck, man!" I don't know. It, it's the whole thing is a disaster. They're going after mustaches now. We're moving on. <laughs> they realize it wasn't the nipples. <laughs> Be careful, Kit. I hope he keeps it. Okay. Oh, I have. I, I have. I I reblogged something, and they the the whole picture was what was flagged, and apparently it was that it was bread. That's what it was. Bread. It was bread, and somebody p- p- wrote, uh, "Bread is illegal now." And the next image is is jump hair. Oh man! <laughs> I mean, I do have to say, as annoyed as I am with the whole Tumblr thing, the memes are fantastic. <laughs> They're so good. So I'm like incredibly impressed with just the amount and the creativity. They're very good. The I summer children the int- will not yeah. remember the Christmas where Tumblr banned nipples, <laughs> where, where where porn went down. <laughs> I mean, speak, to bring this back to, to uh, Game of Thrones, sort of, um, David J. Peterson was posting his uh, male-presenting nipple on on Tumblr <laughs> to get people to uh, take part in protests, which I thought was funny. I'm sorry. Are you telling me David is posting sexy pictures of himself on Tumblr? No, no, just just his nipple. <laughs> this, this has this, God, this to kill get back on Tumblr. Right. <laughs> Go check it out. I'm gonna be like, you can't put this stuff on Twitter, dude. Come on. <laughs> Twitter's not banning nipples. <laughs> Free the nipple. He could link me. Is all. As useless as nipples on a breastplate. There you go. There you go. There you go. All right, guys. So with that, uh, let's toast to Jon Snow. Okay. To Jon Snow. To, to John Snow's, Snow's mustaches. To John's his porn stash. His porn stash. <laughs> Cheers. That makes it illegal. Ooh. There you go. There you go. All right, bye guys. We'll see you soon. Bye. 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 And so he broke that sacred oath, that Lord of the Crossing, and now the pie. Crests cover his kin, and they're so good to eat. Yes, now the pie. Crests cover his kin, revenge it tastes so sweet. Hello, we are Fire and Lunch. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode 72. I'm Jess. I'm Lauren. I'm Rachel. And I'm Jenny. So guys, It occurs we're... to me that, wait, no, wait, it occurs to me that we haven't titled this. I know. <laughs> <laughs> do we need to? Yeah. We usually do. Uh-huh. Okay, so should, what should, should we, we call, call it? it? Okay. I, I guess that's what the little colon next to it and the blank spot was the problem there. Wah, wah, wah. How about the fire and ice teaser? Why is it ice and fire or fire and ice? Assortment of topics. (laughs) Assortment of topics including nipples, fire, 
Oh my god. The MTA. <laughs> that would be the MTA. Perfect. Keep it. All right, go. Is that what we're calling it? Yes. <laughs> Nipples, bastards, and broken things. This is totally accurate. So I should say, like, Nipples, just, just start MTA. Just call it call it nipples, bastards, and broken things because broken things is the, the MTA. MTA. <laughs> nipples is, yeah. is Tumblr okay. and bastards right, is Jon Snow. Who we're going to talk bastards about bastards is pretty much us at this point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <clears throat> I'm the nipple. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> God. All right, I'm going to start it over, guys. <laughs>